Hello and welcome to another episode of SoFly. It's uh, September 1st, and this episode's coming out September 1st because we're up in Elk Lake Wilderness Resort in Elk Lake, Ontario, northeastern Ontario. My name is Mitch. We've got Yelma. Hey, everybody. We've got Aldo. Hi. And we've got uh, one of the owners of Elk Lake Wilderness Resort, Roger, joining us. Roger, how's it going? Fantastic. Welcome aboard, boys. Whoa, sweet radio voice. Oh, my God. So Maybe good. one of the best radio voices we've had. Yeah. So we came down here this weekend. Uh, like I said, it's September 1st, and the show's coming out today. This is the first time I think we've actually ever recorded a show and put it out the same, like within hours. Whoa. Yeah. So yeah. there's no editing. There's no editing. This is a live, basically uncut Elk Lake Wilderness Resort number two podcast because we were here last year. Yes, you were. We were yeah. here in June. Thanks for having us twice. It's absolute pleasure. No, the pleasure is all ours. The pleasure is all ours. Yeah, this place absolutely. Is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's the August. It's a Labor Day long weekend. It's it's a Labor Day weekend. I don't think I've ever lived through a Labor Day that was partly in August. Is that weird? Is that a weird thing to say? No, Labor Day is always in August, isn't it? That was always in September. I always was like Labor Day and then school starts. It's like a little bit of both. Yeah, Yeah, school starts. Yeah, school starts. Unless you're from the north. Unless you're from the north. And then the French schools, they've started last week. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Crazy. We came down here last year. Although, let's just give a quick refresh about how... <clears throat> we got to this pl- how did we find this amazing incredible place and these really amazing incredible people because it's 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 roger and it's mary joe who's standing here next to us and andy building Vanderkay. a fire building a fire taking Hi, mary pictures jo. and uh andy vanderkay is here our photographer it's just like we're, Good friend. we're sitting under a, the pavilion here and it's amazing there's a sauna and a hot tub next to us we're at a picnic table it's a beautiful night you can hear like the crickets and the music in the background of people hanging out and having a good time mm-hmm. It's a special place. How did we find this place? Well, it was, uh, I don't know, serendipitous. Is that the right word? It yeah, was definitely that's, weird. That's the word. Yeah, it was definitely weird. It was <laughs> weird, yeah. Yeah, I was tending bar at uh, Pretty Ugly. Amazing cocktail bar in uh, West End of Toronto. Mm. One of your favorites, eh, Mitch? I lo- uh, it's such a good place. Yeah, it's yeah. a great place. Um, Mielma, too. He used to come oh, there a bunch. Love it. And I think it was like a Sunday. I don't think it was like a... No, that sounds was, about right. Yeah, it wasn't, like a, it wasn't like Friday night or whatever. Nope. And... Roger and Mary Jo sat down in my bar. Of course, I didn't know who they were at the time. We started chit-chatting, you know. I usually, you know, oh, what brings you in or, you know, the the usual opening convo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this, oh, that, oh, cool, oh, cool. And then it was like, oh, where are you from? And they're like, oh, you wouldn't know. And I'm like, I don't know, try me. And they're like, uh, Elk Lake. And I was like, oh, maybe I don't know. So they're like, have you heard of Tamiskaming? I was like, oh, I have, yeah, Tamiskaming Shores. And I was like, what do you do? And they're like, we own a fishing Fishing lodge. Fishing lodge. And I was like, what? <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, how do you know about Tamiskaming? And I'm like, well, I fish. And then one thing led to another. And who, next thing we know, we were up here in last June. And, we're, and we had such a great time. Oh, yeah. And you guys are such great hosts. Well, and what and goes better? Fishing and booze. Yeah, oh, exactly. Right? It's Nothing's perfect. Better, yeah. it, is. It's, it makes it's a total... Um, it's a good icebreaker. The, the introduction to the whole thing makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we came up here kind of on a whim and, and huge leap of faith on your behalf, Roger. Oh, yeah. You had no idea who the hell we were. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Like, we, take, oh, yeah. we, we take pictures for Instagram. And then... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we came up here and we had a blast. Mm. Fished. I think that's what's so... I mean, we, can, we talked about it in the last podcast, but what's so cool about coming up here is that you can have such whatever experience you want, you can have mm-hmm. it. You can... In terms of fishing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to fish for trout? Boom. Mm-hmm. You want to fish for bass, Yuma? Yeah, I do. Oh, you can do that. Mm-hmm. You can do that here at the resort. Or you can go to a back lake. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, that's the thing. You've got access right at the resort. 
Mm-hmm. Or you can do some exploring and find, find be really alone really fast. Yeah. <laughs> and we found, we found that out last year and it actually made for, I think last year, last year, like in total, we, all of us said like conclusively, like, wow, that was a good trip, man. Elk Lake Wilderness Resort was a great memory at the end of the year. We just thought back to it. We're like, that place was really special because it was the first day we fished Splake on a lake and we had, ne- none of us had caught Splake and we all caught a ton of Splake mm-hmm. on the fly. And it was a really cool day because we had all kinds of weather, uh, and we were in those John boats. You have uh, some John boats you hooked us up with, 3.5 Evinrude motors, just right in the back lakes, and we caught a ton of fish we'd never caught before. And then we fished uh, another lake for bass. We caught pike, and it rained that day, too, and we fished mm-hmm. an island. We have a ton of pictures from that. It was a great memory. It was like the, one of the best trips we did last year, 100%. It was just an amazing memory. So it was like, wow, I can't believe... A, that this place exists, you know, six, five, six hours north of Toronto uh-huh. and that we, A, we got to enjoy it and like experience it uh-huh. from this crazy connection. Like what are the odds of something like that happening? It's so amazing. Hmm. Uh-huh. And then come back this year to do it again. Well, I think you missed the most amazing part for us. Oh, what's that? Uh, you guys showed up and did that whole community event. Oh, yeah. right, the community oh, event. Yeah. Oh, my God. Totally in, the in the pavilion. We're recording this podcast in right now. Yeah. It yeah. was it was one of the it was one of the better events we did that year too, because we had you guys had a ton of people come out. Yeah. We did. I mean, the amazing thing is like mm-hmm. nobody up here really fly fishes, mm-hmm. right? And so you guys come out, you bring your fly gear, drift supplies all the stuff for you, and you come out and teach people how to fly fish. Yeah. You guys, yes, you guys had a kid seven years old and a guy seventy. Yeah, yeah I remember both that. learning how to fly yeah. fish at the same time, and it was so easy and into it. Oh, totally like jazzed yeah. about it. It was great. Yeah. I think that was that was a really cool moment for us too, which was like. You know, people were, um, <clears throat> you know, we showed up, we had the bee casting. What was his name again? Blake Ranky. Yeah, so he was great. And then uh, we come on and we had a bunch of people looking at us like, what fly fishing? And then we, uh, and then you start talking about it and, and, and showing people that you can catch, you know, pike on the fly and stuff. And I think there was um, a father and a daughter and we were showing pictures of our friend Chloe, who's like catches muskie on the fly. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And her dad was like, you know, I've been trying to get her to fish for years, <laughs> and yeah, all exactly. it took was one picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest with you. I was a little intimidated when we came to that event. I was like, "Wow, these are a lot of like Northern Ontario people who bait cast." We had Blake there, spin fishermen, you know, and and we were a bunch of city dudes, fly guys from Toronto. People are probably like, "What is this? What are these clowns <laughs> doing up here?" You know? <laughs> but then I was pleasantly surprised when people were like, genuinely interested, and yeah. we were teaching casting, and and we had for a good hour after we did the whole. Like a presentation, people were like asking us questions. Well, yeah. if you've never done it, you mm-hmm. watch it, and mm-hmm. it's it's intimidating. Mm-hmm. It looks like it should be so complicated, and yet you guys made it so easy. Yeah, mm. I mean that's exactly. one of the big things is I think we find at events, and we found last year certainly it's easier than it looks, and we try to make it look easier than it Demystifying looks. Demystifying right? fly fishing, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what you did. Yeah, yeah, and also yeah, I think just embracing that we all grew up in Ontario and. Uh, and it's not Montana, <laughs> and we fish for bass and pike here. Yeah, yeah, and you can do it on the fly rod. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I think that's the misconception, right? Like mm-hmm. you see fly fishing, and anything you ever see, they're fishing for trout or some variation of trout. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you exactly. never see fishing for bass or pike. No, ever. We have no. Texas rigs, man. We have little uh, soft, uh, you know, <laughs> material that looks just like it's been Texas rigged up. I mean, it's the funniest thing because you'll have people that listen to this podcast <clears throat> that are like. Oh, that's not really fly fishing. It's like I 100% sympathize with you, and I kind yeah, of agree. Kind of agree. But then I, you'll have guys who are like, honestly, dude, squirm, squirmy worm under a bobber. Like we're basically it's glorified like worm and bobber fishing, it and, is. and we'll do it sometimes because we're not above that. 
and it works really well. Yeah. But it's funny because we spend like thousands of dollars to just fish a worm or bobber in like this way. But but no, I know there's there's all these different levels of it, fly fishing, and you can kind of make it what you want. But mm-hmm. it was cool to be able to tell people that at that event and I had show that seven year old kid follow me around. Sorry to interrupt, Mitch. Yeah. And he was just so excited, yeah. you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, and to Mitch's point, I was totally intimidated too, you know, like. Everybody here who's, you know, spin fishing and bait casting and then they're like, wait a minute, can you show me that cast again? Yeah. Aldo, can you show me that cast again? You know? Yeah. And I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Do you guys do those community events still? We do. Um, it's it's a little a little tougher. We're getting a little bit busier. Yep. And so we've we've scaled it back a little bit, but we do a charity breakfast and you know, try to give back community as much as we can. Which charity is that? We pick one every year. So we've oh, done, cool. yeah, we've done Ronald McDonald House and some of the local mm-hmm. charities. So we just pick when we ask the local people in town, like, you know, if you had problems and family issues and, you know, what charity did you utilize the most? And that's yeah. what we throw some money at every year. Nice. I mean, I think it's pretty fair to say you guys are a pretty big part of the community up in Hawk Lake now. Yeah, they've, they've been incredibly inviting to us. Um, probably the biggest charity we donate to is the uh, local 288, the Hamilton Professional Firefighters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we donate uh, a full-service trip for them every year. Yep. Oh, nice. This might be a good segue. Absolutely. Roger, who are you? What did you used to do? <laughs> That's a great Who segue. are you? What did you used to do? And what brought you to um, buy uh, the resort, the lodge? Well, I started as a firefighter and got promoted up to fire chief of the Hamilton Airport. Well, And then yeah. left there. We bought a, a business. We sold half the business and didn't really know what to do with our, ourselves. What was the business? The business we sold was a manure spreading business. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was trying to stay away from that. <laughs> I know you were. No, I can no. see you. Thanks, Mitch. I'm, I'm he's, like, he's, like, don't, he's like, don't ask me. Don't ask yeah. me. Oh, yeah, here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> I yeah. can see it in your face, man. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I got to ask. You got to ask, right. <laughs> I think it's an awesome business, yeah. man. That's cool. Yeah, that's perfect. So, yeah, we sold that. We kept the snow plowing business, and the only thing that fit with that was a fishing lodge. So we looked for a couple of years, looked at a bunch, and we ended up here. Mm-hmm. Nice. How did you guys find the place? Like, what 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 were you looking for when you were looking for a, for a lodge? Well, Mary Jo and I wanted something that was was seasonal. That was the intention, May to September kind of thing. That gave us lots of time to focus on the snow removal business. Yeah. And our real estate agent, who was obviously much smarter than us, was like, "That's not really what you want." You know, you want an investment. You don't want to buy yourself a job. You want something you can grow. grow yeah. We're yeah. both change junkies. Like, we like to get yeah. our hands on stuff and build it and move forward. That's mm-hmm. what we like to do. Right. And that's what this was. So Mary Jo was like, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. So we did. So other than the finances, though, like, what what is so special about Elk Lake? Like, what gravitated you you and Mary Jo towards this place? Well, we didn't know anything about Elk Lake. Like, I used to hunt up here years ago. Hmm. So we didn't know much about the area, per se, as far as the town or or whatever. It was just a business opportunity. So you have no idea how happy we are. We ended up in Elk Lake. Like, the community has been absolutely fantastic with us. Like, yeah. the local guys are all like, oh, yeah, have you taken your guys to this lake? Have you taken them to that lake? Oh, have that's you... great. Yeah, it's fantastic. They know what we're about. Like. Mm-hmm you know, protecting the resources. Most of our stuff is catch and release. Mm-hmm. So they're not afraid to share the information. It's great. Nice. So the town itself and the people in the town are nice, special people. They've been they've been awesome with us, yeah. Yeah. And finding all those back lakes, too, has been a big thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when did you purchase the, uh, the lodge? Five years ago. This five is our years. fifth summer. Fifth summer. Yeah. Awesome. Over the last year, like, because we were here a year ago, how, like, what, what else is new over the last year? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we're really focusing on, on our snowmobile business for the winter. We've hired a local guide. We've added the the sauna and the hot tub. Yeah, uh, we've got sauna is right beside us. It is. It's, it's right new. Beside, infrared. It looks Mary amazing. Mary Jo likes to have some essential oils in there so you oh, can awesome. center all up. Oh yeah, you have awesome. to. It's pretty sweet. Like we're in this little like uh, picture. Like yeah, we're, we're like covered. There's market lighting over us. Mm-hmm. It's very quaint. There's wood surrounding us. I could see like how awesome it would be if you were hitting snowmobile trails all day and then you come to this little oasis. Oh yeah, and it is an oasis. There, yeah, there's a there's a little bird's, bird's nest, nest there's a right bird's above. Nest right oh, that's pretty bo- cute. So it's just barn board and just white. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It Could you imagine? I can. I, yeah, I'm picturing that like a sparkly, snowy day, you know, and you just like spent all day cutting trails. You you come in here. I'm getting, getting You get in the hot tub. You get yeah. in the sauna. You smoke a cigar. Hey, Mitch, Mitch, you smoke a cigar I'm right now. I'm smoking a cigar right yeah. now. Yeah, it's great. Oh, I've never smoked beautiful. a cigar while recording a podcast. There you go. It's the best. It's the best. I was looking forward to it today. I was telling you when we were on the boat. I'm like. I'm gonna smoke a cigar when we record. Yeah, and Yuma's like, whatever, man, that's cool. I'm like, what the heck, man, you gotta like say that's cool, man. Like that's great. And he's like, yeah, it's great. I'm like, it's awesome, man. So yeah, so I mean, like, wow, um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool right now. But yeah, it's pretty cool to hop in a sauna and then I well, guess what do people do? They when they snowmobile, they start somewhere, they end up here for lunch, and then move on to where they started. Or? Yeah, we get a little bit of everything. We get to some people that want to spend a three day trip, so they'll come up and do three one day trips out of here. You know, they'll go to Lisker, then Kirkland, then Timmins. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so many you know, trails. Eh? Yeah, there's tons of trails, yeah. tons yeah. of trails. But the best part about the whole experience is Mary Jo's cooking. Amazing uh, yeah. cooking. Most uh, people go into a food coma right after. We're all looking eat. at Mary Jo right I'm now. I'm still in a coma. Like, ah, come on. Yeah, it is. It's, it's definitely food coma. You come in, you eat, and that's it. You're done for the night. Yeah. So, for, so people know. Listening to the podcast, if you come up here, you can get a plan that covers your food for the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. We've got the three packages in the summer: the housekeeping, the modified plan where you get just your supper, or then you get the the full plan where you get you know all your meals, the whole enchilada, the boats. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the other thing oh, we invested. The boats. Yeah, yeah, we, we invested heavily okay, in boats. So worth it. Listen, a good trip. <clears throat> I'm I'm cool to talk about you know the snowmobiling, but can you can you chat about those boats? Because I'm still blown away by how premium those boats are here. Yeah, I would say, and it's and it's not boasting. I think we've probably got one of the nicest rental fleets Jesus of boats, Christ. probably yeah. just about yeah. anywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty sweet. You can have like John boats. You can have like full. Um, well, I guess what were we on today? I don't know how to classify boats. Uh, you were I like, mean, there were bass boats. Yeah, but there were bass boats, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you were like in a 16 the... or 16 and a half foot long side mm-hmm. console. Brand new, Bluetooth stereo, automatic Yeah, Mitch, yeah. Was, Mitch was bumping, bumping <laughs> some tunes. Yeah, we're, oh, yeah. yeah. We're Bluetooth and music yeah. on my phone. The first so, song he puts on was like Disarm from Smashing Tri- <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with that. That's hey, good no, choice. no, I love it. That's a good it. song. I think that the boats are awesome and fishing out of those, we we're, we don't get to do it that often, but fly fishing out of Lunds, like, Nice, yeah. like casting platforms oh. and stuff. It makes a huge difference huge on the Montreal difference. River. It's so nice. But yeah, I know a bass boat designer wasn't thinking of fly anglers when they designed it. But they, but it but, but 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 it's sick. Yeah, yeah. like the f- the front casting platform. Yeah. You don't get tangled on anything. Anything. No, no. when yeah. you think about it, it's it's not yeah. a lot different than using a bait caster. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. No, you, that's you, true. You need yeah. the space. Yeah. So that's that's point. what they built into these boats. Yeah. They're they're perfect. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They are perfect. I want to talk about all this stuff, and I want to do it by jumping back to the whole reason we came down to Elk Lake. Oh, right on. in September. But before we do that, I want to do and I want to talk about Drift Outfitters in Toronto. But this is going to be just live recorded because, like I said, it's September first. The show's coming up September first, so we're just going to Aldo and I are just going to look at each other and talk about Drift Outfitters in Toronto. Aldo, come on, baby, hit me up. You know, uh, Drift Outfitters is. Um, <clears throat> 
kind of like a well drift outfitters and fly shop they're a full service fly shop in downtown toronto on the east end of toronto queen street east um but they service all of canada actually they ship uh, countrywide and roger you've ordered they ship stuff. to elk lake yeah, they ship to elk lake yeah um any gear you can find on their website they have an awesome web website if you go to driftoutfitters.com you can go to their web store from there um can order anything uh that they have in store except for flies um uh, but if you call them they'll put together a little fly selection but the only thing that's not on their web store are the flies but you can always call them mm-hmm. uh they ship countrywide they're open uh, six days a week they're big supporters of ours and, and rob's a great guy who runs the store and chris who manages the shop is great as well um they do educational programs um if you want to learn how to tie flies if you want to learn how to cast just cast even a tune-up so you got a big trip coming up down south and you and you can't remember or you need a little bit of work to cast the flats mm-hmm. you can do that with uh with with them down there or you can actually do on the water um fly uh fly fishing education um yeah. which is really cool that was new this year um so yeah the full stop shop they're the real deal i think the thing that surprised me is once you guys did your your demonstration mm-hmm. we had guys wanted fly rods well i have no idea what to order mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i phoned down to talk to rob and i got chris yeah. And he steered me in the right direction. We ordered the appropriate rods for the people, shipped them up. They got the right stuff at the right price. Yeah, yeah. And a couple of guys have phoned down and said, like, how do I how do I use this? Like I bought it, but yeah. So Drift like completely set them up on the phone and told them how to use this stuff. It's great. And you know, we wanted to give them a shout out because it's that's the thing is I think the thing we're realizing more and more as we as we do SoFly and this type of stuff is the biggest thing that makes these these trips and the fishing and everything amazing is the people. Mm-hmm. You guys are amazing. Like, honestly, you make Elk Lake Wilderness Resort a special place. Drift Outfitters is the same thing. Rob and Chris and the guys out at the shop are special people. You go there and, like, it's not just, like, this is on sale, blah, blah, blah. Like, they generally want to talk to you about fishing and, like, what do you want to fish for? And they're super most passionate people I've ever met about fly fishing. Yeah. And I think what's so. cool and, like, is that they um, they can cater because there are so many traveling anglers in, in Toronto, you know, that... They know what it's like to fish in northern Ontario, the the flats in the south, you know, uh, redfish, mm-hmm. Texas, Louisiana, mm-hmm. um, whatever you need to fish for, you can find it there. It doesn't, it's not just Ontario-specific. Mm-hmm. Check them out in Toronto, Queen Street East. Give them a Google, Drift Outfitters Fly Shop. Driftoutfitters.com. You'll be happy you did. Yeah. Let's jump back. What? Why did we come to Elk Lake Wilderness Resort this weekend, although, come on, what was the reason? <clears throat> the big, I mean, other than seeing these lovely people and coming to the most amazing place and being lucky to do it, well, what were we looking for? One of the, it's a really unique thing in this part of Ontario, and uh, and it's the aurora trout. And the aurora trout uh, is super, super interesting. Uh, it can only be found in this little pocket of Ontario on Earth, the planet. Literally, only place in the world. Literally, only place in the world. That's it insane. could be universe. We're could not decided. It could, but it could be universe. <laughs> it could be unconfirmed. Andy's going to Mars, so he, we're gonna see. So we're gonna see on Mars anyway. Um, but the aurora trout um, are a unique species of trout uh, found in lakes up here, in the uh, I guess what the Temiskaming, Tomogamy. That's probably a good way to describe it. Yeah. 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 Uh, region. Um, Threatened by extinction due to acid rain. I believe it was acid rain yes. from the mining. From operations. the mining. Yeah. Um, and then once the ministry realized, oh, quick little note. That's the same thing uh, on our on our podcast with Les Stroud. He talked about uh, that in Tomogamy as well. Because hmm. the acid rain was just like, 
Yeah, it did. was yeah. basically like yeah. blanching all the water and making yeah. it super clear. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, he like he put it, it was freakishly beautiful because mm-hmm. it was like freakishly. Yeah. Oh, because there's no algae, no it just, we, the, oh. the acid rain wow. killed yeah. it all. Wow, and it wow. made it. It looked like mm-hmm. almost the Gasp Bay rivers, where you just see from top to bottom, clear as a as a nail, mm-hmm. and. Clear as a nail. I, you know, I'm going to start making expre- <laughs> expressions. Right? Clear as a nail is going to be the first one. It's like Yilma this weekend when he was with the dogs. You guys got a bunch of bull mastiffs. Yeah. And Yilma was on all fours and he said, I'm having a doggy good time. Doggy right, good Yilma? time. That's good, right? You're not living that one down ever. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll see you in 20 years. And hey, remember that story? Remember that doggy time? good time. But the tomogamy was the same thing. <clears throat> it was the acid rain just wiped it out. And they had a huge effect on the auroras, which are this very specific type of trout that only exists up here. And very fragile, extremely fragile. So the ministry uh, realized that their population was in decline. They realized they were such a special fish. Uh, they, so they shut down fishing was one of the first things they did. Um, I believe there there are two lakes still that you can you cannot fish because that correct. still has the wild populations, yeah. and that's Whirligig and White Pine. I believe White Pine. it is. And uh, the two original lakes. And, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by original, we mean. Uh, in 1923, it was those. It was a couple guys down from um, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. Who were fishing with a fellow from Latchford. It, it's Ontario. a really yeah. interesting history. This trout. Crazy, crazy history. A couple guys from Pittsburgh meet a guy in Latchford and come up here. They catch a trout that they've never seen before. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like a brookie, but it's not a brookie. Right. But what they call it? They didn't. They didn't know. They the didn't time. know what to call it. They're yeah, like. But they're like. But they took a specimen back to Pittsburgh, and they did a test with some. Scient yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, man. right. that's yeah. right. Yeah. And they were like, this is, it's really close genetically to a brook trout, but it's not a brook trout. And they called it the Yilma. Ghost trout. Well, Aurora trout, but yeah. But yeah, no, but didn't they call it the ghost trout first? I'm pretty sure that was a, mm, no. like a first people's, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's they an had, indigenous name. Yeah, a name, they, it was like a, in, in the language, it translated to ghost trout because they're such an elusive fish type of fish. So yeah. these guys called it the, the Aurora. Aurora trout. They called it Aurora. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so original, did, originally ghost, the... Well, the, the, uh, the yeah, I mean, indigenous. I guess, yeah, I mean, the mainstream name, they made it Aurora Trout. Oh, and I think okay. it's obviously because the... They're inspired by the colors of the fish. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, Aurora of, Borealis. It yeah. looks like a brookie, but with no spots. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a pest, like if you can imagine like the greens and the reds of the Incredible Aurora. Incredible orange and from the bottom and reds right into yeah. the side. It's crazy color. Yeah, it's a crazy color. Crazy color. Yeah. So because of the pressure and because of the... <clears throat> Uh, you know the almost extinct, like extinct nature of the fish. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, you can only fish for the aurora once every three years. Yeah, and this is an aurora year. Well, let's clarify just a little bit because I had this yes. brought to me. What you, you can fish for them every year. Oh. oh, but each lake is only every three years. Oh, so every year there's a fishing a opportunity uh, on a different on a, a different, different lake. lake. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry. I'm that's, sorry. Yeah, we well, don't want to steer anybody. Well, that's a whole other thing because you talked to the CO up here and he was telling you really like, oh, it's kind of a weird, the regulations are a little bit muddy. Like people don't totally understand the regulations, right? Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it, the whole thing is complicated, mm-hmm. whether it's catch and release, catch one only, mm-hmm. but right. we'll let people read the regs for, for yeah. what they are and let yeah. them, let yeah. them figure it out. Yeah. But and as far as we can interpret them, you can catch and release as many as you as many as, as you many want. as you want. Yeah. But when, if you decide to keep one, or should you perchance kill one, it's yours. It's yours. And you're done. And you're done. You're done. You're done. Yeah. You can't fish anymore that day. Because uh, every once in a while, unfortunately, uh, when you're catching release, you do 
you know, especially with these fish, which have been described by everybody we've met as like a very exceptionally fragile, fragile. Super exceptionally fragile. fragile. Yeah. 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 yeah, and we we had first uh, we had firsthand um, knowledge from this from because we went to the MNR fish hatchery and talked to Davis, great kid, amazing kid. Shout out to Davis, great. Davis, you're you're, you're an amazing tour guide. Like Davis, we showed up at the fish hatchery. Um, Roger what? and Mary told us to check it out. Yeah, because you guys went a few days before. Exactly, us. and we found the same thing. Davis was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hills Lake um, Fish f- Culture Station. Fish Culture Station. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy awesome. It's so cool because they don't just have auroras, but no. they uh, they don't just raise auroras. They raise like the, the coolest th- thing was the Nipigon Brook Trout. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I was yeah. like, "What the heck?" You they have, nip- yeah. they have, uh, they have uh, hills like brookies, Nipigon brookies, and uh, and I've never seen lake trout like they, they lake trout from northern lakes before. Mm-hmm. What was the strain? I'll never remember. I don't remember. They did that cross too. Yeah, the they did trout. A, yeah, they, cross of some kind, which was and they raised splake yeah. there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 lake the Lakers had fins like they had like. Just like brookies, you know, like they had like the white never, tip, and yeah, it was incredible and really orange, beautiful yeah, fish, really favorite. orange yeah. fins on the lake, yeah. on the Lakers. Like I'll tell you, like they, those people there, Davis especially, total so much love for those fish, like mm-hmm. really cares about the fish, yeah, passionate about them. Um, and he showed us, we showed up, and first he took us through all of the different stages of, you know, here's how we, here's how we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Here are some, um, you know, fry, I guess, staged aurora trout. And that was the first time we saw an aurora trout in any kind of form. We we're like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" And then he took us to the uh, the, the bigger tanks. I guess the uh, he called them the uh, the tracks, like the race tracks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. raceways. That's the what raceways. Yeah, yeah. Race the raceways right. where they had bigger fish. And he took an aurora trout. And I was like, "Whoa!" Like a big aurora. A trout. big aurora. Yeah, like two pound. Aurora, and I was like, yeah. "That is." Yeah. And he, the way he handled everything, like you, you, you know, they love this. They love these fish. Yeah, and they're he, beautiful. Fish. He cares about those fish. He does. Yeah, a lot. He does <laughs> a lot. Yeah, a lot. It's a lot of and his job. He's so it. so pre- so chronologically in our trip, we 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 drove up the Thursday night before, um, and then the first thing we did on Friday, uh, aside from talk to Roger, was go to, um, was go to the hatchery. Yeah, yeah. So that was like the first thing we did on the trip, and it was just like boom, here's yeah. your aurora, boom, here's yeah. your Nipigong brook trout, boom, here's a. 10 pound lake trout. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. Just yeah. crazy. I'd never, I've never been to a hatchery before. Well, now they're not. Yeah. No way. And I think the thing that surprised me was the ease. You drive up, they yeah. come out and they go, hey, do you want a tour? Yeah. Perfect. Let's <laughs> they're go. Happy. They're happy <laughs> to do that was, that was oh, it. They're happy. Yeah. They, 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 they want to. Excited to do it. want to give you the knowledge. You know, they want to, they want to make sure that you conserve just as much as they do. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Edu- <coughs> yeah edu- it was clear that like education yeah. was absolutely. the key to moving forward right so we need another shout out to the hills lake fish culture station oh, and, davis. and davis and for davis sure. yeah. yeah i think the big thing is just like um that that idea of mnr and like stocking and stuff like that being such a uh unattainable unapproachable sort of thing maybe in a lot of mm-hmm. anglers minds mm-hmm. but when you get there and you see the people that are doing it they're just people they're regular people that are just as invested as anglers all across ontario and they care just as much like it's not it's not like this crazy laboratory. It's like these people are just as genuine as, as the guys that are fishing. So knowledgeable. Yeah, so it's Like cool. Andy was saying, speaking Latin, you know, just just, just uh, describing the fish by not by saying lake trout. Yeah, he I knew know. all the they Latin just, names for the fish. Yeah, he knew everything. It's incredible. Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. And it was the first time we saw an aurora. And it was like, this is great. Mm-hmm. I can't, I really hope we're I was like, well, they do exist. One. They exist. They're a real thing. <laughs> Let's go try to catch one. They're not Let's ghost see if fish. we can get one in the wild. <laughs> I mean, it was great to see one in... 
in the hatchery, but it was like, mm-hmm. then it got us even more excited to try to catch one. Yeah. 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 So yeah, the, um, it was actually inter- one interesting thing to note is that they, um, they actually, I mean, to raise the hatchery fish, they net fish in the wild, yeah. in the wild lakes. Yeah. To get their eggs mm-hmm. and and uh, and sperm, and then they hatch them in the hatchery with, I guess, what you could technically say wild fish eggs, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a common practice, but I was like surprised. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, neat. At least for the auroras, right? Yeah, at least yeah. for the auroras. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, because the populations in the other lakes that aren't whirligig and white pine, pine yeah, yeah, are um, are stopped. Yeah, because they have to be because. Mm-hmm. They were yeah. almost gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and the, the fish stocking brought them back. Yeah, which is cool. So that afternoon, we left the fish hatchery, and where did we head to, Yelma? We had to. We Deep headed, into the woods, oh my baby. God. What's with my... Yeah, we had to. We headed to... Hey, guys, we had to. We headed to Lake 57 Yeah. to fish for that elusive fish. Lake 57, <coughs> Roger, where's Lake 57 for people that... That don't know. I mean, it's pretty deep in the woods. It's pretty deep in the woods. Yeah. Um, it's it's relatively easily accessed, as you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's in the Timmins district for the MNR. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we left, you know, the Tomogamy or Tomiskaming district, drove into the Timmins district. It was about an hour and a half from here. It mm-hmm. was. Yeah, it was yeah. It was a nice, it's an easy drive. But beautiful it's, drive. It's beautiful drive. Beautiful. Saw a bear. Whoa, we yeah. saw two foxes. We saw a bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which Yoma did not get a picture of. Yeah, what of. was with that, man? Come on. <sighs> you know. <laughs> you had one job, man. You're in the front car. You had a camera. What's going on? Let's just keep that it's camera just... right by our feet. So we, <laughs> yeah, good idea. Uh, yeah, we saw, I mean, the first night when we were driving back, we saw those two foxes mm-hmm. sitting on that sand berm and they were just looking at us and they didn't move. They didn't care. And they were like. They were like pretty grown foxes. Yeah, they, yeah, were, they were. They were, were really nice. They're like, oh, guys, come back. They come were back. just watching us. <laughs> and then we and then we stopped, and then we started backing up. And as we backed up, they're oh nope, screw this. It took yeah, it took too long, guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you guys saw the bald eagle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We saw we golden. Saw, today. We saw a golden eagle today. Yeah, we did. We saw a golden eagle. Yeah, we saw a golden eagle today. You, where where'd you crazy. see that down the river? No, at, at uh, Hubert Lake. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was like they're huge. They're they're beautiful. The wingspan's insane on those things. Saw a bald today too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Real close up to a bald, yeah. actually. Yeah. Right over our heads. Flew right yeah. over us. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. pretty rad. Yeah. So, Yoma. Yeah. Lake 57. Lake 57. We get there. There's a big sign. It's welcome. There's a Aurora Trout here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, yeah, guys, yeah, it exists. Come on. You know, and we, you know, it was a nice path to the, man, that lake, at, well, it's a small lake, but it was pristine. Like, it's you want, you just want to go swimming and it. it's clear. It is like a, um, a tealy, greenish, mm-hmm. vibrant, quiet lake, you know? So much food. So much food. So, so much many food. bait fish swimming. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Um, yeah, and I couldn't wait to just get those boats in and start fishing, really. It was a beautiful lake. And, I mean, I, I kind of was like, why do they – how do they pick – that's what we should ask Davis. And we're going to find out because we might even have Davis on the podcast one day. But it was like, how do they pick the lake mm-hmm. to stock the auroras in? Because Lake 57 isn't a native Aurora Trout Lake. No, it definitely isn't. But, I mean, maybe, I mean, the water quality, I'm sure, has something to do with it because they're so fragile. And it was a beautiful lake. The yeah. water was cold. It I was could drink blue. The yeah, it was really fresh, clean lake. Maybe it was one of those lakes that got nuked by the acid rain. And because they knew there weren't maybe. any predators in there, they just were like, oh, we'll just stock it in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'll be the apex, apex predator. Spring fed, too. Like, it, it had that sort of. Maybe it ticks color. a bunch of boxes. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a bunch of things like, oh, <clears throat> no predators. Oh, 
Cold. Number one, oh. we're going to find out. Yeah. And two, if you know, send us an email, sofiecareergmail.com. But it was really, really nice lake. And um, yeah. and we tried our darndest that first day to catch one. We and did. it was raining. It was raining. It was cold, windy. It was cold, windy, raining. You know, and I got a s- shout out to Andy, our photographer. I mean, you know, he didn't bring his raincoat and he didn't even complain. I would be complaining like a little. I sat in the truck. You were complaining like a little. I truck. was complaining. And I had a raincoat and I was warm. I actually felt great, but I was complaining. And <laughs> And he's soaking wet, taking photos, and <laughs> cracking jokes. Good old Andy. Anyways. But we, we fished really hard that day, and um, we saw another boat on that lake, too, when we first launched. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's an accessible lake, and but people understand what it is and hopefully take care of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they, they do. It's pretty aware. It's an aurora, I mean, that big sign, Aurora Trout Lake. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it tells you the rules and everything. But we fished really hard, and we just weren't, we, that first day we were not able to catch one. Um, late August, the fish are probably deep. We were fishing... We were fishing deep. We were fishing um, shallow. We were fishing all kinds of different systems on our fly rods and and still water techniques. But we just we weren't able to do it. We weren't able to do it. Mm-hmm. Aldo's really disappointed looking at me. What do you think, Aldo? I just wanted to meet one in the wild. I know. Yeah, me too. That's all. Me yeah. Too. yeah. And then the second day we went back. Mm-hmm. Ro- Roger joined us on the boats. And the same thing, man. Like all yeah. day, yeah. all day. Yeah. Different depths. Oh man, Different we covered flies. water too. Covered water, yeah. I think every inch of that lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's other people in the lake too. Oh, that's true. At one at one point, there were eleven anglers, all fishing different, all fishing sort of styles. Yeah, some some people were spin fishing, and it's not a jigging. big lake. It isn't a big lake. It is not a big lake. Like it's, I think a Roger put it best: a glorified pond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It really is. Yeah, yeah. But th- we just, I know they're in there. I know they're in there. It was they, they were just really living up to their ghost trout. You know, rare, yeah. elusive, fragile. Yep. I mean, yep. Well, Roger, you said you said something really um, interesting on our write up. You're like, you know, you can fish that lake one like every day, but then there's that one day that you catch, you catch two, three auroras, but for the rest of the season, you're not catching it. Yeah, the uh, seal that comes by here all the time, he was like, "Oh, good luck." <laughs> I'm like, "What do you mean?" He yeah. goes, "It." He goes, "It's typical trout fishing, except harder." Right. You know, if yeah. they're on, they're on. Yeah. And right. If they're not, good luck. They most certainly were not. They on. were not. <laughs> and and we're not. We we don't have the most. We're not incredibly knowledgeable still water fly fishermen. That's no. a super. Uh, it's a totally other technique. Like it, it, it's life. People spend lifetimes. Brian you know, Chan. Brian Chan is a great example mm-hmm. of a still water angler that is just like he's written books on the stuff, and it's like. You know, we've done a little bit of it, Aldo and I too, like out in Westport. But I mean, geez, skim the surfaces and understand. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, like, mm-hmm. yeah, we used to still water trout at the Bing Tree and did pretty well. Yeah, but rainbows, right? Different right. sort of beast. So exactly, it was kind of like let's 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 learn as much as we can before we come. We did, and mm-hmm. let's try to you know instill as many tactics as we know might work. And we did, mm-hmm. but it's just like you say; it's the way it goes. And maybe if if it was a different time of year, if it was a different temperature, anything, maybe know, maybe I wasn't doing the figure eight technique. Right? <laughs> you figure eight for auroras over here? I, well, I did, <laughs> oh, yeah, with your hands, with my hands. Sorry, I was just picturing like the musky figure eight. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, <"What>, uh, <laughs> maniac. No, Go- uh, Go- that 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 YouTube video that Gosworth. Uh, was yep. was um, yeah. you know showcasing that little nymphing technique you know yeah. I mean uh, yeah. you try yeah, it too yeah, right Aldo yeah. do you yeah. try yeah I'm not really good at it yeah so I'm just, not really I just good did at like it, the yeah. hand over hand thing um but yeah I mean we tried I mean we definitely tried yeah. the first day I was like well we definitely could probably be fishing better but the second day I was like 
I don't know what else you could possibly f- yeah could possibly do, especially because those other boats were on the lake yeah. and they didn't get anything either. And I was like, spin spin guys. I was like, all right, well, you know, all kinds of stuff. Two I days, know. but we try. We it was a in, insanely valiant effort. I mean, that yeah. was a twelve hour day we put in yesterday. Well, we had to try. Yeah, I mean, like it's it was now or three years from now, mm-hmm. and yeah. it will be. Back May. October. Or we could come, in, come October. Back in October. Come back in October. <laughs> so the CO is saying October tends to be because the water's colder. I think that's the the yeah. problem is there I don't think there's any Aurora trout experts. I right. think that's the big problem. And I think right. they're as close as you get to experts in the field and they're they're saying like that's the very, very start of the season when it first opens there, the first of August is is okay, and then it starts to taper off, and when it gets colder, mm-hmm. that's when they seem to be on. Right. Yeah. But there's no one you can pick up the phone. Try and Google Aurora trout. Yeah, you get some weird, like big, big footy type pictures of yeah. of somebody holding one, all blurry. Yeah, <laughs> like, and you're like, yeah. and you're like, I guess that's yeah. an Aurora trout. Yeah, there's a couple articles a where I'm like, wow, those are some nice auroras. But yeah. it's like, but I remember going to the oh, hatchery and just seeing like the raceway mm-hmm. full of them and mm-hmm. big ones, and I was like. Whoa! Oh man, cool! And yeah. then and then seeing one come out of the water and just like their color is stunning. Yeah, stunning. Yep. It really is. And their yeah. face, their face is like brookie, but not different. Yeah, yeah. It's different. It's an interesting fish. It was just came yeah. out of the water. I was like, mm-hmm. man, I was like, the coolest thing is that this you won't see this thing anywhere but here. You won't. It's an Ontario fish. Maybe maybe somebody in some part of the world's grown like breeding of auroras. Who the hell knows? But. You know what? Fuck them. <laughs> it's just amazing that this. It's ours. Thing, yeah, it's ours. it's ours. Yeah. It exists and it's it so rare and it's so unique yeah. to Ontario. It's like truly an Ontario fish. And honestly, Roger, thanks for putting up with us trying to catch it for yeah. two days. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if he was putting He was so chilled, man. Oh, no, no, I know. But it, yeah. was great to ha- it was great to have you on the boats, though. That was awesome. That was yeah. fun, man. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was a fun day. Fish. Yeah, I appreciate that. That was a fun day, and yeah. we did it all. We tried everything we could. Yeah, yeah we Roger. Really Roger was my bodyguard, you know, from the the you know the, Onsla- qui- the quips of the onslaught of, of teasing. The, the onslaught. That's a great word. Onslaught yeah. of teasing. And the bears. You take a lot of abuse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you really do. Yeah, yeah. you really. Well, does. yeah, you were covering a lot. Roger was hitting him back with a bunch yeah. of like. <laughs> it's not abuse. It's love. It would love my ass. <laughs> whoa! <laughs> whoa! I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> so we yeah, I mean, like, unfortunately, we didn't catch one. But that that happens. I think it was that night we went back to the cabin and we're like, you know what? We need some good old hearty Elk Lake smallmouth bass, baby. That's what we mm-hmm. need. And pike. And pike. Yeah. And we we decided to we went to bed early and we can't. We woke up the next day and we went to. You mean today? Today. That's today. That yeah. was today. That's yeah. today. You, I see. I'm so used to doing podcasts in the past and reminiscing, <laughs> but like literally, this is like in the moment. This is live <laughs> from Elk Lake. Passcast. Passcast, man. <laughs> this is a now cast. We woke up and we went to our, our favorite lake that we went to last year, and uh, it was cool to be back on that lake. Oh. It was great to be on the lake. Again, it's, it's beautiful. It was so cool. It was like so close. I think I forgot how close it was yeah, to it where is we close. were. Yeah, it's close. You leave here and 35 minutes later, you're on the lake fishing. We were yeah. saying if this was, if that lake was in Halliburton or somewhere, it'd be like lined with cottages. Long, but it's yeah, like you're so lined. close to town and you're nobody's oh, yeah. around. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about that today because like <laughs> we we it's a it's a cool lake because it's a uh, tons of bay, back bays mm-hmm. and little channels and things. It's uh, I was saying uh, Andy and I were in a boat together and I was saying, man, this is like an easy place to get lost. And then we were laying on a rock because we we boated the we put the boats up on shore at one point and we were just fishing a bay, and uh, we were just laying on the rock at one. All of us were just chilling at one point after catching some bass and looking at the sky and I'm like, 
if this if this was Muskoka or something, like you'd just be hearing people wakeboarding, and yeah. there wasn't a single person for who the hell knows how far. Yeah, and it was just silent. Nothing. Yeah. You know what's so cool? Actually, when we th- we flew the drone over Lake Fifty Seven, and I think Andy said it when we panned up, like as we had the sh- just like the aerial shot, like straight down. But then we panned up. Oh, yeah. He was like, "Whoa." It just <laughs> goes. It just and like goes. yeah, the forest just does not just end. Yeah. It just goes. It's so cool. There's so much to explore up here. There yeah. is. It's yeah. beautiful. I think. Well, let's touch on something quickly. Yeah. So a lot of people come up and they see this clear cutting happening, right? Mm-hmm. They don't realize how vast mm-hmm. the forest in northern Ontario is. Mm-hmm. So you see all this clear cutting, but if you go up in an airplane or send the drone up. There is so much that has never been touched or never it's been, been regenerated over a hundred years. And mm-hmm. so it looks bad, but man, they manage our forests well. Because yeah. they clear cut, but then they, like you say, regenerate. They, re- they regenerate. They regenerate. Yeah. And, and, and all the wildlife that would be impacted by clear cutting just moves literally like 20 feet to the woods. And if they don't clear cut, like last year we had a forest fire just, like we thought we were going to have oh, to be Oh, that's right, the yeah. forest yeah. fires. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, fires yeah. We year. thought we were going to have to be evacuated. Like it was... Yeah, it was getting. Yeah, it was, yeah pretty it was, scary. It was close. I remember that happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember hearing from you guys well, saying, and like, that doesn't happen in areas that have been forested in the last forty or fifty years. As a rule, you yeah, don't right. get that deep, deep undergrowth. That once right. it lights, man, it, there's no stopping the it. The roots and everything else. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. imagine like that thick. Oh, there's all the all that thick, thick moss on. Dude. <clears throat> around Hubert, imagine if that goes up. Yeah. Oh man! Oh man! On, the, would... on that lake the, today, it was like that. The moss on that lake is one thing. It's like it's like a bed. Yeah, it's so old. It's like that nobody's been here. Yeah. yeah, the moss is just old. It's like this is what it was like. <laughs> and if the, you fished here like a hundred. We were years saying ago. like yeah. we were saying, or Mitch was saying, or somebody was saying that like if you if you were opening a bass pro shop and you were like dressing a set for smallmouth bass, mm-hmm. it was like it was like it would look like that. That's, lake. that's it's the just image like, you would use. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's absolutely. like oh, there's lily pads, there's down trees, yeah. there's rock, there's rock drop offs, there's like everything you uh, smallmouth would ever want. Structure. Mm-hmm. It was and actually, bike as well. Everything. Man. It was actually yeah. so funny after two days of not catching anything. Yeah. And we're, we just anchor and, and we're fishing for just a couple of minutes. Yeah. And I'm like talking to Yelma or chit chat and laughing. I think we're talking to Andy and we're looking. And then I look over at Mitch. <laughs> Yeah. Mitch, Mitch's rod is doubled over, but he's got his line in his mouth because I guess it was. Yeah, well, it hit you, right under the boat, and yeah. I just had a bunch of line at my feet, <laughs> yeah. and so uh, I had a hit, a smallmouth hit, pretty hard, and I was like, "Oh man, I, you can't let the slack out, right?" So I put the line in my mouth, and I, I think there's lots of people. I saw fly lords, and shout out to Jared, they did a post about this recently. Yeah. I had my fly line in my mouth because I was trying to keep tension, and then I hear Yelma like, or sorry, Aldo's like, "Oh my, Mitch, what you got?" <laughs> and Elma's like, oh my God, he didn't even say anything. I'm like, <laughs> trying to fight this thing with my Because mouth. usually we kind of say something so we can start the ca- yeah. <laughs> like getting the yeah, cameras yeah, focused on it, right? Yeah. And Mitch is just there like, with the yeah. and that was just the start to an awesome day. It's probably yeah. the only time he's been quiet all week. Hey, oh, slam, slam. <laughs> I got that fish to the boat and I was I was pretty stoked because it was it was a beautiful smallmouth. Oh, it was yeah. gorgeous. Nice elk lake smallmouth. Yeah. And it was like right at the beginning of the day, Yeah, sunlight filtering in. It was the first uh, spot we hit. It was the first spot. Those smallies look different, man. Like they're just mm-hmm. like darker, and you can see the little um, just healthy a tiger kind yeah. of like look to them. Like they're just so. It's getting later in the season too. I imagine. Well, no, you're right. Up here, the, the smallmouth are just darker. They're it's just that darker. particular yeah. lake yeah. though. Like oh, I caught yeah. a beautiful <laughs> walleye in there last year. Oh and man! And it was so gold. I've never seen a fish that yeah. lake produces fish of. Like yeah. brilliant colors. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Cool. Remember How, the well, you caught that. Um, the, well, the grass. Oh no, no. The, well, I got the pickerel. The, uh, pickerel. the pike I caught out of there last year was like the color on it was like, yellow. Oof, yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. it's gorgeous. How big was that walleye you got out of there? 
probably pushing six pounds. Hey, what the Jesus heck, Murphy? Yeah. Oh, Dude, that is a nice. It's the nice. nice it's fish. it's the nicest. I mean, they get way bigger, but that's personally the nicest one I've lake. ever caught mm. in that lake. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. Man. I would love, and you said this. Mm. I would love to camp there. Mm-hmm. Spend like a one night out on one of those. Because the thing is, it's dotted yeah. with islands everywhere. Islands yeah. everywhere, and everyone you stop at, yeah, there's mm-hmm. fish on it. Yeah. So I think could, that would be a cool trip. Come up to Elk Lake Wilderness Resort. You stay here a night, and then you just take take a tent into the yeah. into the woods, camp on the island, right? Yeah. And then f- fish all day, camp into the night, and then come back in the morning. That's like an amazing trip. It'd be, a, be an awesome trip. <laughs> It'd be such be an a awesome good trip. trip. Yeah. And we were talking about that today. We we're like, man, why don't we think of that? Uh, but honestly, like, there's so many islands on on that lake. There, you could spend a life. Oh, man. Well, you could spend a lifetime fishing that lake. Yep, you and, could. And, yep. and it would take a long time to figure mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's complicated. Yeah. All the bays, all the islands, all the channels. We haven't even seen all of it. And that's we fished it last year. We fished it this year. And we this year we, we, we hit up a, uh, some, some different new spots. Some new spots. And, yeah. we, you know, we, we got, yeah, we got lucky. I think we did better on the new spots than the old spots. I think so, too. Which is cool because that's a, like a different time of year. Mm-hmm. Then that's the other thing, right? You come up in June. You come up in August slash September, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different lake. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. yeah, water dropped probably three feet. <laughs> yeah. It looked like it. Yeah, like yeah. Since since someone we were there last time in yeah. June, because bass season was right. open earlier up here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, amazing lake, man. And yeah, then, that's in zone eight, so it's open eight. year round. Yeah. yeah, that's the fun thing. It was it was super cool. That's we were that's what we were so excited about last year because for us it opens up like the third fourth weekend in June. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, man, like that makes a short bass season. Yeah. And bass really are the most underrated fly fishing species, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it would have been great to get an aurora trout, but it's it, it was a lot of work. They're tough. Trout fishing, still water trout fishing is tough. It's, like it's a lot of you work. You put it perfectly, Roger. Aurora's even mm-hmm. tougher. And uh, when we got a couple of smallmouth on our line, it was just like, put, it puts life back in It you. does. You know. Just like, oh, man, that's right. Well, not to mention they fight like crazy oh, up man. here. I had a nine weight booster, eight foot eight inch. Booster, doubled over. Doubled over on a three four pound smallmouth first thing in the morning. I'm like, yeah. Jesus, that was great. Fight. Yeah, it was awesome. Did you guys top water any of them? I did. You did. Yeah. yeah. Poppers. I popped. I popped for a pike on a bass leader like an idiot, and I was. Oh, but that was later oh, on. Let's get that. We get on on that lake today. Earlier today, <clears> we didn't. Yeah. Because we were just doing, I, I mean, I was doing, I went deeper. I put a, a cone head leech pattern. Yeah, we're kind of. Deer head leech pattern on. Doing really well on leech patterns. Okay. Today. Yeah. yeah. Blacks, like, you know, browns, olives, olives. natural colors, I yeah. found. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense because they're eating, there's tons of crayfish. Yeah, exactly. but there's tons of frogs too. There's tons, tons of frogs too. Of frog. So I, I, of frogs. I put on a frog pattern, like a, a little popper, mm-hmm. um, although I mean, one of his little bad boys there. And, and I was popping that for a little bit. Yeah. It, it didn't give like an actual like pop. You know what I mean? But it was like a little submergent, like it moved water. It was good, but yeah. It was it's like, on your hat right now. Oh, yeah, look at that. Whoa. That's the one. Boom. Every step you take, there's a frog, and it's like, I wonder what they're eating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you put a frog, and I just. And like, then you look, da- <laughs> and you look down, and there's just like crayfish bones everywhere. Yeah. On the rocks from the birds and stuff, it's like, Whoa. Do crayfish, crayfish have bones? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Skeleton? That exoskeleton? Yeah. Ooh. It was, a, it was crazy, man. Mm. But then we, we, we fished that thing till the, we fished that lake till about three, four yeah, o'clock, three and we were yeah. like, we, you know, like I said, we could stay there all night. We could camp and have an amazing time. But, but we had this day to today to be like, ah, but we have a great memory from last year, mm-hmm. which was fishing Hopping on the Montreal River in the amazing boats. 
The Luns. <laughs> the, the Luns. Luns. We the talked Luns. about earlier. The Luns, yeah. <laughs> Your incredible fleet of boats. And Roger's just like, come back in the afternoon and just hop in a couple of those. And okay, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> and uh, last time we were here in June, um, it was uh, it was a cold spring. Like ice out mm-hmm. was late, right? Was. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so although we caught pike, Yilma and I, yeah. exclusively. Exclusively. I, I didn't catch a pike. I, I caught a perch. <laughs> so did Nolan. Oh yeah, Nolan. Shout oh, out the to beer Nolan. guy, Nolan. Yeah, yeah. 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 that was weird. A pretty big perch too. Yeah. I like Nolan. Yeah, 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 he's, yeah, a yeah. yeah he's, he's a good guy. guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, but uh, but yeah, we didn't really, I would say, tie into the pike. So we were we were we we're pumped to. Um, we had some friends come up here. Joel came up here. Joel, who yep. helped us out in our shoot in Indiana, Indiana yeah. and Brad, who's a client of Drifts. Drifts yeah. up very yeah. Um, and they came up here uh, this year, and they were. Are there seeing some pictures like the bass they were catching were crazy? Yeah, they caught some. They caught some really nice fish. Yeah, Brad caught some nice fish. Yeah, yeah. what he caught like a, a five four pound smallmouth. Small small yeah. Five pound smallmouth. Yeah, yeah. caught a, cut a few of them. Jeez, man. Good for him, man. Sorry, sorry. You got a few five point. I'm not surprised. Honestly, yes. I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Montreal, Montreal River. Is so sick. There's yeah. so many grassy. Anyway, so we hop in the Luns, take off. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, we get to, we pass the Narrows with a beautiful rail, railway bridge, opens up into Mountain Lake. And I remember from last time, actually, from the fishing day mm-hmm. uh, here, yeah, yeah uh, one of the guys being like, when Mountain Lake opens up, there's the, the first bay to your right. Hit it. Hit it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I remember that. And we were yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, Mitch too. He was like, he was like, we're just going to go right there. Yeah. <laughs> And at last 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 time we were here, we saw a moose in that bay. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, moose and her, uh, yeah, uh, the cow and her calf actually. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. That was pretty cool. But that's what we did today. That's what we did today. Like first cast, <clears throat> instantly, just yeah. like instantly, first cast, just first fish. cast, fish, and I missed little pike, little pike, tons of them, big pike. I missed a big pike. Well, your first fish was a uh, decent. Like, it's like a 25, 26, 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally great. But there was one after that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. missed him big time. Yelma had that today too. I mean, oh yeah, yeah Yelma, what happened? We fished well, all yeah, along this, those weeds. This and is then, the story. I mean, guys, okay. Yelma, Yelma was grumpy. By the way, I was. I'm a little grumpy. I, I was a little grumpy this weekend. You know, I'm, I'm not th- just today, man. You were great all weekend, but today yeah. you were like, I need to catch a bike because Aldo yeah. was just like hanging <laughs> a pike, and Yelma was just like. <laughs> What the heck fly do I have to put on here? And he was grumpy with yeah. me. I'm like, come on, baby. And I don't usually <laughs> get competitive or grumpy. I'm usually pretty cool, you know? Yeah, man, for know. sure. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> no, no, I am. <laughs> what was the, what, how did you miss that? What was the, what was the fish? This is my year, folks. This is like, I've been crushing fish this year from rainbows to smallmouth to, you know. So humble. Um, browns and brookies with all the. Smallmouth? Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, largemouth. Oh, my God, largemouth. He has, you have had a good year. I've had a great year. First steelhead. So I guess head. maybe that's why yeah, I was like grumpy. It's for steelhead, you know, crushing. Anyway, so we're here, and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Roger's like, yeah, great. So I had a couple bike. I had a couple bike follow yeah. and whatnot, and then I had this like, you know, I had my my eight weight with me, and I had a popper, a small, you know, small little popper on a bass, eight pound bass leader, you know. Taper leader didn't change your didn't change your setup. And I didn't change my setup, and I'm like, Mitch, I just pop it. Mitch is like, no, man, because something's gonna hit it, and you're gonna lose your fucking fly. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Mitch. <laughs> so I cast it on lily pads, and then they start popping. And what well, happened? Well, you, were, <laughs> you were like, you were like, uh, man, it's, it's we're just catching small little pike, and they're just cooked right oh, right, in the, yeah, lip, exactly. right in the lip, right in the lip. And I'm like, yeah. 
But what if it's a big one, man? And you're just like, I don't know, man. I just really want to do it. I just really want to do it. I'm, change it. I'm like, all right, man. And then you did. And then about about an hour after that, we've hit this really like, just really, it it's really drops fishy, straight right? off in the Montreal. Yeah. Gets really deep at points, yeah. right? It does especially, really deep, especially near. Oh, with the Death Finders, with the Death Finders, when you're going underneath that bridge, it's like it's like, it's like thirty feet. It's like 10, 14, 15, 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. it just crazy. drops it off, drop. and yes. then it goes right, right back, back up. up. Yeah, and uh, Walleye City, Walleye City, Walleye yeah, City. But this was also like right on the bank, amazing, like weedy. Again, oh. if you were to dress a set for pike fishing, yeah, yeah, this is it. This, that is, kind it, of, this is it. Yeah, and so I, ca- I casted it. You know, Mitch, I'm not going to listen to Mitch because he's been catching the pike on the lip, and nothing's touching the, yeah, the line. So I'm, like, I'm going to pop, little guys. As soon as it hits the water, <laughs> done. Just like it was, it was just like a clear, a clean cut. Wow. I mean, like it was so clean and easy for that pike to eat your fly. I didn't even notice, and you're like, Mitch. And I look over and you're like, look, and no fly. I'm like, oh, also, my it didn't God, happen man. at all. Yeah, it did, no, no, it happened. No, it, it happened. <laughs> it was clean break, and I was like, there you go. But it was a close call. It was a close call. But there's you know, so many fish in this river. It's crazy. Yeah, so many, so many fish. fish. Oh my God. Wait, wait, wait. That's a good story. We had some. We had, we had some guests, Roger. Uh, about four four dudes. I guess I don't know where they're from, but they were fishing. This is a first time fishing, and they're doing. They're 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 casting. Um, those uh, weedless spinner baits, right? And, oh yeah, and they caught like eight pike, and I'm, we're watching them from across the river. Like, they're having a great time. They're having a great time. A little yeah, fourteen they're foot. A, yeah, they're having a great time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, catching tons of fish. It's That's such an easy. Yeah, this is a really good point, actually. Like, if you want to explore, and if you're like, and you're comfortable with exploring, you can. But if you've never mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. outside or this up north, it's a pretty comfortable way to. Experience that it's pretty easy. It's yeah. a pretty easy body of water to fish. So those four guys are from Toronto. They came up the same weekend. Joel was here. Yeah. Oh, cool! First time ever. Yeah. And yeah, they're they booked and said, "Hey, like we want to come back." And they don't fish as a rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's easy. So yeah. what do I need? I'm yeah. like, no, spinner baits and a spoon. And have at her. Yeah. And away yeah. they go. Yeah. Catching fish. Yeah. How can you not enjoy the kind of evening we had too with the sunset oh, and man. like like. The weather was great today. I I was I mean catching pike, I was catching pike, so I was very relaxed. Yeah, I had a couple of fish in the boat, and I was like, all right, you know, released, but on the board. Mm-hmm. And Yellen was freaking out, but I was listening to music and just looking at the sun and like kicking back in the land and just being like, this is amazing, man. This is like such a calm. The wind went away, and you're under that big metal bridge, and it's just like, this is amazing. This yeah. is so amazing and accessible and just easy and. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great way to experience the North. That's mm-hmm. for sure. That's for sure. It's D- fun. Just just remember to you know. Change your wire by man. If, yeah. Wire well, if you're fly fishing, you got your wire by your fluorocarbon. Get that leader on, okay? All you got to do is listen for advice. <laughs> just be prepared to take the advice. You know that's what? It. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's a great life lesson. It is, Yoma. Though I like your moxie, man. I like your moxie. That's why we're partners. I got some good moxie, folks. You got some good moxie. Man. <laughs> I got some great moxie. It was a great trip down here. I look like Wilderness Resort. Year great, two? Great trip trip year two? two? Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't have been better. Yeah. Aurora Trout. Yeah. That yeah. would have... That would oh, yeah. That could have been Aurora Trout. One, 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 yeah, that probably would have made it a lot better. <laughs> yeah, just one. That's it. But honestly, just you know one. what? It's, 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 it's like whatever. Like we had a great time hanging out on the lakes, just drifting around in those boats. It was fun. It was yeah. relaxing. We saw crazy wildlife, heard all kinds of cool... 
you know, nothing sounds, just complete silence, no yep. city sounds. It was relaxing, amazing. And then we got to do what we did today, which was just like bass fish, pike fish, warm water, two different bodies of water, two different types of fishing, different boats, everything. In one day? Easy, convenient. Oh, it was great, Easy. guys. Well, we got to get you. We got to get you to Aurora Trout this year because last year you went out splake fishing splake. for the first time. Yeah. Great day. Boom. You got hooked up with Splake. Big oh, time. Big time. So we now we've got to do yeah. the Aurora Trout yet. Yeah. Well, we'll be back. I think that's. I think well, we've got we've got amazing. the rest of September and mm-hmm. all of October. Yeah. Right. October fifteenth. Yeah. October fifteenth. Sorry, not all of October. The season closes on the fifteenth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll do it before that. Thank you so much for having us that's up. Be tight. Thanks. It was an absolute pleasure yep. having you guys. And again. Mary, thank you so much for helping having us up. The yeah. chef, chef extraordinary, chef. amazing. Andy, chef. shout out to Andy. Shout, shout out to, to Andy. Andy. Oh, those photos. And you're going to be seeing, you're going to be seeing one of those photos, folks, when we post this. Yeah, in the this. next thirty minutes. In we're the gonna next post thirty minutes. Podcast. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're listening that, if you're <laughs> listening to this to go to sleep, have a good sleep, man. Yeah. I really hope you have a good sleep. You know? I know I'm going to have a good sleep. You deserve it. Roger, is there anything you want to leave listeners with? Like in terms yeah, of, like uh, where can they? Uh, yeah. How can they book? Where can they find yeah, you? Yeah. Where- it's pretty simple. It's yeah. Elk Lake Wilderness Resort. If you Google search Elk Lake Wilderness Resort, it'll come up. Either our Facebook page. Um, feel free to book through that. Give us a call. Uh, it's the phone number seven zero five six seven nine four zero four one. You can book right through uh, the Google Google search ads, mm-hmm. and we're mm. we're good to go. Nice. We'd love to have you. Mm-hmm. What do you got coming up in the next couple of months in terms of uh, booking? I mean, you got the fall and winter coming. We've got fall and winter coming. Uh, fishing tends to slow down around the end of October, mm-hmm. um, but we have a lot of guys that come up and do like a, a, a blast and cast. They'll come up from fish for a few hours and go grouse hunting. And yeah. so awesome. that, that works out really well. Yeah. So, and they'll, you know, sometimes we'll send them down towards the back lakes and they'll walk into the yeah. back lakes with their fishing rods and shotgun and that's cool yeah get a few grouse on the way in and come back with a, a bird and a, and a fish that's cool nice. man love that and in the winter you got snowmobiling and you got ice fishing so if you're into that hit them up yeah give us a shout we'd love to have everybody up yeah uh, mitch said he was going to be a brusher for you this year i want to be a brusher i know i want to come and clean the trails it just scares me mitch with an axe <laughs> yeah you should definitely be scared <laughs> <laughs> it, it scares me i don't know mitch has this little you know he's got a little wilderness streak you know he's, <laughs> it's, it's out there i see that by the jacket the, oh, the, the yeah, yeah well that's my jacket but uh tell me roll those <laughs> jeans up you give me an axe i'll tell you a couple uh months and those bushes will be all brushed away i love it i'm gonna bring yelma with me right yelma <laughs> yeah i'll be there. looking out for bears what oh, are you going to do? It's going to be a bear watch. I'll come. You know what? Listen, guys. <laughs> I'll be there. Perfect. Perfect, Yama. Uh, all the work. Can people find SoFly stuff? <clears throat> uh, we can find all of our stuff at SoFly.ca. Um, so, obviously, we're going to be posting uh, pics and videos and this podcast um, from this trip. Um, so, you can find all of that content uh, there if you need to reach out to us. And we hope that you do because some people have. And it's great to talk to you guys. Uh, the SoFly crew at gmail.com. Our Instagram is at the SoFly Crew. Mm-hmm. Um, am I forgetting anything? I think that's Facebook, it, man. SoFly, So Space. Shout out! Shout out two things though. Oh, shout out a couple things. I'm drinking right now, Copper Pot Select Forty Creek. Yeah, and that's delicious. But also, we have a few other sponsors this trip. Yeah, Station Cold Brew. Thanks oh for my god, I food. had that today. Yeah, you had that. You like that? Oh, I don't normally like the brewed coffees. That that was spectacular. The vanilla one. 
So good. We had oh co- we had coconut, so mocha, vanilla, yeah. and just the regular. regular. And yeah, I think I think the vanilla is the consensus. Everybody's favorite is vanilla for sure. Yeah. I gotta yeah. try the so coconut good. one yet. But I the like vanilla the coconut. coconut's good. Oh, they're all good. They're all but good. But the vanilla. I go vanilla, coconut, mocha. Exactly the but, same. Yellow. But that's yeah. like a Toronto-based company, right? Yeah, they're um, Oakville, <clears throat> something like uh, that. They br- they cold press and and uh, all the beans in in Oakville, and they're gonna start making. Um, oh, I can I can hear. The crackling of the bonfire in my no, head. that's rain. Oh, or it's rain. rain. Whoa! And we're under the pavilion, and we're good. Yo, right on, man. Cool. But station, that's this is cool. It's yeah. GMO, or non-GMO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's vegan. Yeah. Oh, it's vegan. Yeah. It's You're vegan. vegan, Roger. I'm vegan. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we own a fishing lodge, and I'm vegan. That's <laughs> kind of crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh, and gluten free. Yeah. That's that's stuff, that stuff's crazy. It's, it's, it's awesome. So I don't know how they did it. It doesn't freak me out, and it's not too sweet. Yeah, it's great. And uh, Woodhouse Beer. Yep. Um, another uh, Toronto-based company. Um, great. It's delicious yeah. beer. Delicious. Light lager. Light delicious. lager. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. It's been uh, it's been a great it's been a great year too up here at Elk Lake Wilderness Resort. And again, thank you, Roger. Thank you, Mary, so much for having us. Yeah, up. you guys seem busy th- busier this year, and like just growing every year, right? It's definitely busier. It's having a yeah really good year. Amazing. Amazing, Couldn't be happier. Thanks thank, for coming. And thank you so much for everybody for listening to this podcast. Uh, I'm going to go upload it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it for me, Mitch, Yelma. Hey, I'm out. Thanks for listening. Aldo. Thanks, everybody. And Roger. Cheers. Thanks for listening and uh, take care. <laughs>